Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. Um, we're back, December 19th, current date. It's joined, as always, with me, Zach Fulcher, Will, and Mohamed Davilsi. We got everybody here. Uh, Jack, I don't know where Jack's been. Jack, you know, you know. Been really quiet. He he said he's been really, yeah, he's been real quiet since the Bulls have kind of, you know, established themselves as a force of nature in this, in this, and the association, if you will. Um, so he hasn't been back since his bad takes on the Wizards and uh, Hornets and Bulls. Trying to get him on, but he's always busy every week. We were busy last week. I was on vacation in Miami. Um, but we're back this week episode 44 so episode 43 was last week there's been a lot there i listened to <laughs> will's comments about uh number 43 with uh <laughs> kevin durant and it's a running joke in our friend group with uh the number 43 but uh it's 44 this week and we're back and there's been a lot of um stuff going around the nba a lot of COVID outbreaks a lot of records to be broken and a lot of big big storylines about who's coming back and stuff like that. So um, it's really feels like a little bit of a weird point in the season because so many uh, COVID outbreaks are um, going on. The Bulls had like nine players out um, and they had to get po- games postponed because uh, they, they just didn't have enough players to play. And then um, the Nets also recently announced that they will be bringing back Kyrie Irving as a part-time player for the away games because they just don't have enough players um, to play because they're due to COVID due, due to like the COVID protocols and everything. A lot of guys are out for Brooklyn. Um, and then KD, I think just went into protocols too. And so did Kyrie as well. So um, that's going to be something to monitor for sure. Uh, I know that what Russell Westbrook was also in COVID protocols. There's all that talk with, um, uh, with LeBron too about the false negatives as well. Um, so the Lakers have had their struggles going with the COVID tests and the protocols too. Uh, I'm trying to find like a list of everybody that's been listed out. Um, I know that the Denver and we just they just this just came out now the Denver and Brooklyn game today has been postponed. Um, per Woj, one of our uh, nice sources working for us, um, <laughs> but um, our front line of defense. Or information. Yes. Oh, they got a COVID. CBS has an NBA COVID-19 tracker. KD, Kyrie Irving, Trey Young, um, Frank Vogel, coach of the Lakers, just joined the list too. Um, they got to have like, it, feel, it, it almost feels like half the league's out. I know that's an extreme exaggeration, but that's what it feels like. It definitely feels like that. Um, Rick Carlisle, the Pacers coach, uh, Alvin Gentry, the Kings coach. Uh, Masai Ujiri, Toronto Ra- uh, Raptors president, they're, they're all in uh, uh, protocols, I think. Uh, Frank Vogel is as well. Um, Celtics have Al, oh, Al Horford, Grant Williams. I mean, the list is LaMarcus Aldridge, Bruce Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine. I already mentioned KD and Kyrie, Zach Levine, AO, Stanley Johnson, Derek Jones Jr. Matt Thomas, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Isaac Okoro, Reggie Bullock, Michael Porter, Jordan Poole, Marcus Morris, Kendrick Nunn, uh, THT, Dwight Howard. I mean, it just just keeps going. Giannis is out, too. Bobby Portis is out. Yeah, it just keeps going on. Chris Middleton. It's like everyone. Chris Middleton, right. Anthony Edwards. 
RJ Barrett, RJ Hampton, Terrence Ross, Mo Wagner, Andre Drummond, Shake Milton, Marvin Bagley, De'Aaron Fox, Davion Mitchell, Pascal Siakam. And then the, okay, so the Cleveland Cavaliers at Atlanta Hawks today has been postponed. The Bulls at Raptors game from the 16th got postponed. And then the Bulls Pistons game from the 14th also got postponed. Um, oh, Middleton's so, out knee injury. So, yes. And the Denver, um, the Denver Brooklyn game got postponed as well. So, um, we're really into the postpones. And I mean, everyone's getting out. Like, I just, I just read off that list. It feels like at least every team has at least one or two guys out due to the protocols. Um, so your thoughts, uh, uh, what do you think they should, should they pause the season, go back to the bubble? Should they, you know, or how are they going to make these postponed games up again? Um, really the floor is open gentlemen, because, uh, this is very uncertain time in the NBA right now and very, uh, hectic with all these protocols reminds us all of the bubble. So I have a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't remember how they, they made up the games last year or, or yeah. do you guys remember how they did that? I don't think they did. Oh, they didn't? I think they just started the bubble and that was it. They just made a whole new schedule in the bubble. No, 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 no. Last year. Before, what do you mean last after. year? Oh. Last season, there was no bubble, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you remember when the Hornets had like a stretch of like eight games or something where they just couldn't play or something? I don't know how many it was, but they had a ton of made-up games. And I don't remember how. I think they just made them up. Yeah, the Wizards. We made a bunch of back-to-backs. Oh, okay. So, oh, so that's big. I mean, that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. That I you mean, know how players postpone games as of right now. So, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know how players complain now about back to backs, and then they're going to be forced, yeah. like, teams are going to be forced to play back to backs now. And that's, I mean, that's a that's a big problem. Oh, and Drummond, Drummond's out too, bro. I was so happy. I mean. I wasn't happy Joel Embiid is out. I don't want him to be hurt, but he wasn't going to play. And I was like, oh, I got Drummond on my fantasy team. All right, he's going to go off. Now he's out. COVID. Yep. Nice, nice. Yeah, the, the scoring in fantasy basketball has definitely been down <laughs> this week. Oh, it's, it's, it's this, way down. This is fantasy. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, this is affecting fantasy like crazy. It's way down. Eve, Eve, has, Eve has eight players out, I think, or something. Man. It's it's ridiculous. All uh, right. She just gave up. I think she's playing you, Zach, or something. I don't know if she's playing you. I, I can't remember. Hayden's but... playing me. I mean, he's got a lot of oh, guys okay. out. I know that. Well, so this is going to affect – Hmm. I don't know. As a Bulls fan, I'm going to speak as a Bulls fan. I'm very, very heartbroken by this just because the Bulls are, have looked good, right? But they're not only playing to – you know, get to the playoffs, go to a championship as well. They're playing for chemistry, which I I I would say is look good. But this is the kind of thing that throws holes or or uh, uh, you know, it it just throws a a problem in your chemistry oh, issues. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm I'm a little worried about them. I I mean, they have kind of put it together on the fly this year. It seemed. Um. So so I'm not too worried. But I, I'm really upset with it because they've they've been cooking this year. They've looked really good, and then all this hits. I mean, it's affecting everybody. It's it's ridiculous, and I, I don't know why. Like, what's so different this year? 
I, I guess it's because of the vaccine and people are, I, I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. Maybe it's just capacity is just, it's just increased. And a lot of states been like, you know, kind of more open. Maybe that's why. Yeah, people just said, F it, we're done. We don't, <laughs> we, we just can't do this anymore. Right. So I, I still remember when this all started, this CDC was like, you know, two years, two years of this kind of stuff. Everybody was like, nah, well, here we are two years later and we're not better. Um, I mean, this is, this is at least, I will say this, at least the NBA has some kind of semblance of testing and, and regulation. Cause if you look at the NFL, bro, they've got, they're all over the place. I don't want to get too on topic of the NFL, but at least the NBA tests daily, I believe. Right. And, uh, you know, that they have some more regulations. You don't have to get vaccinated, but, um, you know, a lot of players do. So is there going to be like a big asterisk this year again? That's right. I don't know. Well, not, not, not now, but if they do something like a bubble or if they postpone games or make some big decision about what's going on now, then – or enough games get or, or enough games get postponed. I think maybe I think the asterisk the asterisk will come into play for sure. Um, because yeah. you know any any type of break that means rest for the players and that means an asterisk for the the fans' comments. So that's what I think. I don't know. Yikes! I think the bubble. If they do something like that again, first of all, I'm gonna just compare it to the last bubble. All right. <laughs> The Lakers look like they could really use a bubble break. Yeah. Really use it, bro. Yep. And I'm, I know, you know what the narrative is going to be if the Lakers win it, right? And and something like that happens again. Oh, well, look at how they were in turmoil right before it all happened. And then they got two months off and then look at them. Like, that's the narrative that's going to happen. I, I agree with um, what Zach said, though. Mohammed, because I think right now is we're still going, we're going good. Everybody knew this was going to happen. All right. Uh, I mean, maybe not everybody, but anybody with a brain or that pays attention knows that as soon as flu season hits, this was probably going to spike a little bit and it has clearly. So as long as they can kind of maintain it a little bit, not, not lose too much, uh, you know, obviously, if we start literally losing half half the players or Zach gets, you know, folks sick, starts going to games, uh, as long as they don't lose like half the league, I think this is OK. And they can just kind of push through this. It'll be down for a little bit. Quality of play. I mean, dude, did you watch the Nest, uh, the Nest game the other night, bro? They, they literally I saw, had... I saw the starting lineups and it was like, <laughs> bro, I've never heard of half of these people. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like. <laughs> And in, in, in for teams like the Nets, you know, uh, where KD, Harden, and Kyrie, those are the three big names, right? You got all of them out now. Yeah. Who, who wants to watch that? I mean, it's going to affect your revenue and everything. So, there's some big, big issues, I see. Is there a good chance that, let's say the people that have protocols right now, if they have COVID <laughs> or they have symptoms, whatever it is, is there a good chance they get it again the rest of the season? Do you think it's just a one-time thing? So I don't know the science behind that. Um, I know some of the science is that the antibodies they're saying, I think Eve has told me like they last like two months or whatever. So they don't last long. So 
with the vaccine with all the vaccines so with, with no from getting it from getting it oh. and the 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 vaccines last for i think a couple what is it like a couple months like six months or something that's it's like a flu vaccine it's it's literally like a flu vaccine you get it and then you'll need it again the next year they're doing a booster now because i think we're in a pandemic so it needs to be managed more but um i mean as we've talked about the vaccine is so you don't spread it as easily and your symptoms are less that's why i have faith in this kind of thing because if most of the nba players are vaccinated right and they so get it seven percent yeah so that they're only going to be out for a couple of days theoretically they could so that that could be a really good sign um because if it was like the nfl and where a lot of players aren't vaccinated that would be a really big problem a really really big problem because mm-hmm. they're going to miss two weeks at least and uh in football especially that's i mean imagine if aaron Rodgers. oh wait aaron Rodgers. He, he's probably immune to or he's immortal he can't get punished but you know you know like a russell wilson or not not even russell wilson like a lamar jackson he's immortal i mean you know this man literally just openly said i was immunized and blah 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 and a you know lied to the nfl for he could be lying he could be lying about being immortal i don't know you know (laughs) uh but i just found out i just googled it now that the i don't know if you guys know but the i think the nfl and the nba are both changing their protocols because i was gonna mention that that um what's it called if people don't show symptoms, they might let people still uh, play, even if they have COVID but no symptoms. I don't know what that. Means. That's. I don't know if that's a good idea. Just. I, I don't know if those are exact words, but I saw something like that. Yes. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh. But Baker Mayfield, who's the um. Spokesperson for the NFL. Quarterback. It's Baker. <laughs> No, the Baker Mayfield, who's the quarterback of the Browns, um, blasted the NFL and said, at NFL, make up your damn mind on protocols. Actually caring about player safety would mean delaying the game with this continuing at the rate it is. But to say you won't test vaccinated players if they don't have symptoms, then to pull this randomly doesn't make any sense to me. Um, So that's NFL. The NBA uh, is delaying multiple games due to the surge. on Thursday, the NBA and its Players Association agreed to new rules for the holiday season. According to a memo obtained by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, a good friend, good friend of the uh, Say Less Basketball uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the league will now require COVID-19, the NBA league, will now require COVID-19 testing from December 26th to January 8th. And masks will be worn by players, coaches, and staff on the bench. In all team facilities... And while traveling to games, according to the memo, regardless of vaccination status. Damn. Um, the only players not subject to testing during this period will be those who have received their booster shot more than two weeks ago. That's weird. I mean, that is weird. Because, for okay, so to the Baker point, Baker was upset because they were testing players after practices mm-hmm. instead of before, which yep. kind of seems stupid because you test after if they were sick before, then they just got everybody else sick. That's what he was he was talking about. Um, but why? I don't understand. Like, if you're not showing symptoms, that doesn't mean you're not. Well, maybe it does. I don't know. Do you guys know? 
if it means that you can still spread it, I, I don't know. Well, you can still spread it if you don't have symptoms. Symptoms, right? right? That's what I think, right? Yeah. Because if I go up and, and I just start sneezing in people's faces, you know, no matter what. It's not good. Well, how, how does the protocols work? I mean, is it, even if they don't have COVID, but they show some type of symptoms, don't they still have to go on protocols? Yeah, I think so. So maybe, Even if they don't, that's weird. So if you know, just have the flu. That's, that's the only way it makes sense. Yeah, as if they have symptoms, yeah, then they get protocols, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm saying, like, if you don't have it, though, like, why does it matter? You know? I don't know. I think all that I they're... Is, oh, he's into protocols. Oh, he's into protocols. And then some guys, they'd be like, okay, because he had COVID. But some other guys, they don't even say they have COVID or not. They just said they're on protocol. So I don't know if that just means they're showing symptoms and they have to test negative a bunch of days or, or what, but... I think it means that they have, so when you go into protocols, you have to test negative twice within a certain period. Is it 24 hours or is it 48 hours? I don't know. I can't remember. I think, I want to say it's 24. That was what it was for LeBron. <laughs> yeah, but LeBron's not the same as everybody. We all know. Uh, he's built different. I mean, LeBron. I don't know, man. Yep. This it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough ride for these next two months. I think the winter. As long as this doesn't happen in the playoffs, I don't care. But obviously, it's affecting seating right now, kind of. But I don't know. It's just it sucks, especially because it's gonna affect the Christmas games next week. Yeah, I was just yeah. I was just about to mention that. God, you're so smart. Solid, nice, nice one there. Yeah. It's a great thought. Like they're looking real bad right now. <laughs> real bad. Bro, remember when we saw the games and we talked about them? Yeah. Oh, they were already not good. <laughs> no, just... I mean, I guess Lakers oh. next good. And then maybe uh Hawks and Knicks. Lakers Nets? I mean, at this rate, the Lakers Nets is gonna be well, I'm saying before, like when we talked about oh, yeah. <laughs> His... Dude, I'm gonna tune in to watch the G League teams play. That's basically what I'm looking at. Oh my at this god! Point. Watch a bunch of G League talent. <laughs> basically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn on uh, Isaiah Thomas in the G League and watch him drop forty again. Bro, did you see how bad? <laughs> I wouldn't mind just watching Isaiah drop forty. I, don't, I wouldn't mind that. I'd be okay with that as yeah. long as you got like one name brand player. But like, did you see how bad the Nets looked as soon as they took KD off the court? Like the first game he couldn't play, they they literally looked like a Y ball team. It was awful. Nobody could run the offense. Nobody knew what to do. It was like you remember when we played with Marquise Muhammad? Yeah. We talked about this before. It was like the 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 one game he missed, and we just looked like we had no idea what we were doing. That's that's what it felt like, dude. The Nets just looked awful. I can envision that Nets Lakers game being a score of like fifty four to forty eight, and just final score and it just be consist of like a hundred turnovers or something man oh, <laughs> oh god oh but uh but the covid yeah the covid protocols is probably the definitely the biggest uh storyline in the nba right now because you don't know what's going on with these christmas games now man oh i just i just found them the it's gonna suck if they if they don't if they don't play the christmas games but so if any player tests positive for, you know, COVID-19, he must immediately isolate 
until 10 days have passed from the test yep. or the onset symptoms or until he tests negative twice in tw 24 hours apart is 24 hours apart not within 24 hours wait so um, if you get covid you could you can not have covid in 24 hours well you i mean it's not saying that it's saying if i get it today tomorrow I, yeah but if, okay, i mean I theoretically it. i don't know maybe okay so that means they have covid then right but yeah. that, that could mean that they had a false test that is yeah. is it a false test or is it actually just not covid well but they're saying did they they have to test positive for covid yeah, but yeah. you said if they test positive but then they don't test positive in 24 hours negative test and they can yeah. come back. so that means they didn't have covid in the first place right you're right. Well, yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying is that that that's first what, test could have been wrong. That's what happened with LeBron, I think. I think LeBron tested yeah. positive. Exactly. But it was a false. It was a false test, and then he 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 came back like very really quickly, like within 24 hours, because he got. So the how are they going to change the rules and say that he got the back-to-back -back negatives? And Wizards Nets on Tuesday. Wait, just how, got the Wizards Nets they, on Tuesday just got postponed as well. Oh, literally right now literally from our right boy yeah. Woj, you yeah. know. How'd they change the rules? This has been the rules the whole time, though. Right? Well, well, now I just saw, like, reports, like, going around that they might change uh, the, uh, the criteria for the protocol. So, I was like, okay, how are they going to change it? They're doing the more – they're masking up more, and everyone's getting uh, tested regularly now. They weren't getting tested regularly before. Oh, okay. But they're getting tested <laughs> the, week of, the week of Christmas, right? Yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you're vaccinated. I don't know how long – or how fast you can get rid of it. I have no idea. It could be, it could be, huh? Aren't you vaccinated? Yeah, but I, I haven't gotten, I, at least in my knowledge, I haven't gotten sick, knock on wood. So, but I don't know how fast, like if you do get it, I don't know how fast you can go negative after. Like, I don't know if it's a day, two days, three days, four days. Let's see that it's very realistic. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna wear masks by everyone, the players, coaches, and staff are they're gonna wear masks on the bench and while traveling to games and, and all team facilities. So regardless how of, much regardless of if you're vaccinated or not. So they're gonna have to basically wear a mask 24-7. Yeah. Uh as long as they're in the facility, it seems like, yeah. Dang, a lot of people can complain about that. Yeah, oh, a, a, a lot of the players who didn't want to get it and then they got the vaccination anyway are going to be mad as hell that they have to wear a mask again. Please. <laughs> oh, it's such an inconvenience. And uh, the alternative would be losing millions and millions of dollars. So I guess, you know, pick your teams you, or players. Teams and, well, as a result, players would. You know, because it won't affect their current contracts, but. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't think it can affect them. It can really, it will, it will, in some way, shape, or form, it always comes back to money. Somehow, it will always, that's just. Money, money controls the world. We all know that. Cash fills everything around me. <laughs> yep. Facts. Um, but, so that's that, the COVID thing. I took a lot of time out of the podcast to talk about that. It's a good thing because this is big. This is the biggest thing in the NBA right now. This is going to be the biggest thing during Christmas week, which is probably like the biggest week for the NBA other than like the finals week, you know. During the regular season, I think Christmas week is pretty big. Um, but we're on to the next topic. Um, 
I'm going to try and split this up a little bit here to get the best, most interesting, interesting ones first. I think next, the interesting one next is Kyrie coming back. Um, that is a big storyline because, as you all know, Kyrie was out and was uh, refused to get vaccinated to play for the Nets. And originally, they wanted to uh, um, have him part time and play only the away games. But there, there was a lot of skepticism with that, um, with him being a part-time player, you know, that like a lot of players, a lot of celebrities were saying, a lot of, you know, a lot of media analysts were saying, you know, you're not really into the full team culture, team chemistry, if you're not playing all the games with them and you're not playing at home. So eventually the Nets just said, you're done. You're not going to be with us if you're not going to be fully with us. Um, so they just did not play him. Uh, because of the mandate laws in New York, but they are bringing him back now. Uh, Wizards and, Nets postponed as well. Yep. Since they, they... That's what I just said, yeah. But Oh, uh, you did? That's what we just oh, said, shit. yeah. I mm-hmm. thought they were talking about the Nets Nuggets. That's okay, but... Um, you're right, you're right. I'm an idiot. But they're bringing him, they're bringing him back part-time. Um, what are your thoughts, do you think? Uh, do you think now that he's back part-time do you think if they get back if everyone comes back from protocols later in the season do, do you think they'll demote him again or do you think he's going to be part-time for the rest of the season um your thoughts gentlemen what do you think of Kyrie this is a big move for the Nets so I think it's just funny how um it came basically at the beginning of this the Nets owner GM well, I don't know if the owner said it, but the GM definitely said, um, you either play with us, like Zach said, or you don't play. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no part-time, right? And now this whole COVID outbreak happens, and now he's back on the team part-time. And the owner was to ask about it, and he said, uh, "I'm a re- my religion is, what did he say? He said something like, oh, uh, I'm very religious about winning, so I want to win. That's all he said about the situation. So I, I just think it's funny. That he's part time eventually, and I said he would come back, so I'm just happy that he's back. Got that one right. Yeah. I couldn't have been more wrong about this. I, I'm, I, well, actually, I don't know if I said he wouldn't come back. I can't remember. I just said he wouldn't get traded, but maybe I said he wouldn't come back too. I don't know. I don't know. I definitely, I, I was, I definitely said he would not come back. Yeah. I was very confident, and still am confident that he wasn't going to get, that he is not going to get traded. Um which uh, I think now is even less of a chance he gets traded now that he is apparently coming back. But I have a question because I don't understand how he's going to come back. I thought you weren't allowed to play away games. If you were like players, I thought uh, they couldn't play away games if they were unvaccinated. Like that was, and and you could play. I thought that was just in California and New York. No, I, dude, I, I swear. Uh, um, I thought they could maybe. only, if they can't play home games, if they're in California or New York. Yeah, home games. I know for home games, but I thought every player couldn't play uh, away games. Can unvaccinated players, look at that, it's a trending. Um, yep. It's trending question. Trending question. You better believe it's trending, yeah. With everything going on you know i think Kyrie is mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna I was, i'm just gonna say i think Kyrie is a 
He's a great player. I think he could definitely help them win, but it's kind of funny that, like Muhammad said, they bring him back now <laughs> after everything they said. He can't you know, with part-time and everything, and now they're, you know, on their last straw, and they're like, well, we got to bring him back, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that thing – funny how those uh, shit like that works, you know. We don't need you, and then when they – actually do need you they're like well we're gonna just gonna pretend like we didn't say any of that so we're going to win it's just funny it's just so funny how they're saying no part-time no nothing and mm. outbreaks happen and now they're saying oh you can come back and play with us and we were all about winning it's just because like they have a chance to either trade for somebody not trade maybe sign a free agent bring up somebody from the g league something like that Instead of sticking with their, you know, their original statement, but they don't want to. Right. Yeah. Oh, I can't find it, but I could have swore. I could have swore that when this all started, the reason that they ended up saying no more, no mas, Kyrie, is because he wasn't going to be able to play away games, obviously. And then because of New York's, laws you weren't going to be able to play home games either yeah so they're just like what's what's the point but but you wait, make so, right. wait in new york they can't they can't play somewhere else is that what you said you can't play home games in in new york you have to be vaccinated to work so okay, yeah I, I understand that but he yeah. could if they go to like washington and play the wizards he could play though right Originally. I don't know. I th- I, I think thought so. I think I you're thought, right. I think he's right. Yeah, but they just said yeah. Bump I mean that that makes more yeah. That makes yeah, more so sense. Then the, so then they didn't want to do that. I'm, that's my point. They didn't want to do that, but now they want to. Now they want. Well, to. no, no, they no. I understand. To. That's the problem. That's a, that's what's funny to me. They don't have to bring him back. They could just play. You know, like I said, they can sign a free agent. They could bring someone else from the G League, but they don't want to do that. So that's yeah. what's funny to me that they just. As soon as there's an outbreak, all of a sudden, yeah, Kyrie, you can come back. We're all about winning now. We're all about winning now. <laughs> so according to the owner. Yeah, and both of them, yeah. and KD and Harden and Kyrie are all in the protocols now, so. Well, crazy. yeah, I think, I think I'm remembering wrong, but I, I That's know. Okay. You got it. Um, we got the whole gist basically here, and he's. I mean, back yeah, now. we got we got the gist, but I I just was kind of surprised by that because I was like in my mind I was like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. But you're right. I agree with you guys pretty much. They caved. They caved. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they really did. They're they're desperate, and I get it. They're desperate. They they got nobody. I mean, the Nets are. That we talked about their roster outside of those three guys many times. It is an awful roster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is not built to win without those three guys, or yeah. at least one of them. As you see with KD, because KD, in my opinion, has taken the MVP first place. I think he's in first right now. I know Zach's going to lose his mind over that, but he's he's been carrying wow. like garbage. Um, but uh, you know that that can obviously change over the two weeks. There, there are decent Lamarck. I'm not giving. I'm, I'm just saying, like, but that team is not built to work without those guys. It just isn't. Yeah, you no, disagree? No yeah, they, they, they don't have a, They don't have a backup. So, um, but yeah, I agree with you guys. They caved. Um, this will be really interesting, Kyrie. Kyrie's just. He's just a fun guy. I mean, he is an entertaining character I'm at this point. Watch him play again. 
I, I really am. I, it's going to be really good for the NBA. Um, but ultimately, it's not going to really benefit. It won't help them too much in the playoffs if he's not there for the home games. He need right. like they really will need him. I mean, I guess they they don't because you know home games you're automatically favor not automatically favored, but you have a better chance, right? You got the crowd and everything. So maybe James Harden and KD will be like good, whatever. But in my mind, I'm like, you want him there for the home games because you have to win the home games. They need to. And uh, so, I mean, whatever. That's caved, bro. They, they didn't think, stick to, to their word. them getting the one seed would affect them better? Would that be a good thing <clears throat> or a bad thing? If the situation stays the same. They need the one seed no matter what. I mean. I don't know. I mean, seven game series. What if they go seven games against the Bucks? Would you rather have Kyrie? Four out of three, or would it be – no, it'd be, what, two – be four games, right? Wait, I'm confused by your question. Why would you not want him for more games? No, I'm saying – I'm just saying, if they had the first seed, that means they have yeah. home court advantage. Yeah, so yeah. Would, would you rather have home court against the Bucks in a seven-game series? So if they play the Bucks, they go seven games. Obviously, Kyrie would play more games since the, he'd be, it'd be a more yeah, – yeah. one game. So would you rather have yeah. that? Would you rather have a seven game series and then have home court, but obviously Kyrie's not gonna play as many? Well, but how would he not have play as many if you have home court? Because you have home court, so you'd have more games on your home floor, so he wouldn't play. So oh, I I'm sorry. Point. I see, I see what you're saying. I yeah. see what you're saying. I was I was forgetting that he was in New York. That's a good question. That's that's all I'm saying. So like it's, it's getting the first seed of should that be a priority? That's that's a good ass. That's a good thought, bro. That's a really good thought. I I don't know. It's it's hard for me. It's hard to say because there's no clarity in the situation. Yeah, right now. yeah. It's, that's yeah. That's it's true. if I if I knew more, like if I know for a fact Kyrie is in it, and like this is gonna stay, like the Nets aren't gonna switch, change their minds randomly in a month again. You know when like Zach said, players come back. Uh, so, so I, I don't know. Cause if that were the case, if he's staying, then holy crap. I, I almost say you don't want the first seed. I'd almost say that. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Because you, you want Kyrie there. Dude, that's a good question. Zach, you should hear what Muhammad just asked. Yes. Uh, go Muhammad. Say, that again. say, say again. it again. Huh? Say what you just asked again. That's a good question. Oh, okay. So I told Will, I was like, okay, since if Kyrie's gonna play only away games, we're talking about if the Nets should be a first, should get a first seed. Last year they should have got it. It was important. Before this happened, I know me and Will talked about it earlier, like a couple episodes ago. We said, hey, they should go for the first seed. But now since Kyrie's back and he's playing away games only for right now, if they get the first seed, is it a good idea to get it? And then what if they go seven games against the Bucs? Obviously, Kyrie is not going to be in as many games in that series as if they didn't get the first seed and the Bucs have home court. So would you rather have home court against oh, the Bucs? Wow. wow, that is true. Or the Heat, maybe the Bulls. I think the Bulls match up against the Nets. If they played, I wouldn't surprise if they go seven games against them. So it's like, do you want Kyrie in home court or do you not want him in home court? I think I'd rather have, I'd rather have Kyrie not – I would, I'd rather have away if I was yeah. in this than I agree. home. 
because you know i don't you know I, we've seen the brooklyn fans you know i credit to the brooklyn fan base and everything but they've they cheered stuff when they played when, when they were playing in, in the Nets stadium um, mm-hmm. the Nets arena and they cheered Steph when he had his had a great performance against the Nets this this year and then you know that that just that just shows right there that the fans really aren't like Brooklyn isn't really like a big like basketball like 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 Chicago like Chicago rallying behind the Bulls I mean I, I never it, everyone's going to a Bulls game everyone's trying to at least um this year uh, the, the 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 arena the 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 passion is really going through the roof in Chicago. You know, the, the Los Angeles is really passionate about their Lakers. Um, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, the I don't think Brooklyn secondary team. Yeah, I don't in, think I don't think they really have a fan base that's that passionate about it. Ever. I don't think it really affects them if they have home court much, especially if you know if they have Kyrie too, and Kyrie's only playing away. I would want rather have away games. Yeah, we we then both Kyrie, uh, then you get Kyrie and the advantage. I don't know. I feel like the Bulls would be the only team in the East that would have well the chance of having a a lot of fans in a Brooklyn stadium. Bucks the Bucks are not gonna have a bigger fan base to New York might New York Brooklyn. might have New York, yeah New York the Knicks have, the Knicks and the Bulls are probably the only two teams in the East yeah. in the East maybe yeah. Philly maybe Miami I don't know but for sure Knicks and Bulls just because. The fan base is probably top three, top four biggest. Yeah, facts. Bulls have a great fan base. I'm told. I, I tell you guys, I've been trying to get Bulls tickets for the past month. Every yeah. game is sold out. Yeah. All of them can't can't get tickets. The game. Yep. I said the game in Miami with the Bulls was like hundred bucks for like no like bad seats. So. And yep. Nobody want. In my, in my group really wanted to go other than my boy Alec. But uh. Shout out to Alec. Shout out to Alec. But and uh, gang. But. That is that is the question. Uh, that's a great question. I, I think I'd rather have away games. Yo, good question. We, yeah. yeah, we that's should funny. ask. That's we should funny. ask that. That's a good question. We should ask our our many fans. Yes, on social our media. Fans. We should ask Woj on social media. Yes. <laughs> um, Woj couldn't. Woj wouldn't post that, bro. He'd probably get. Uh, he's got a lot on his plate, man. You know, he'd probably. Yeah. Just, yeah. We know who he is, but um, the next big thing that happened this week. Is Stephen Curry broke yeah. the NBA three-point record? Um, snagged it over over uh, Ray Allen's long uh, long ran record. Reggie Miller had it before uh, Ray Allen. Both of them were there that night uh, and broke it in Madison Square Garden. It was a massive, massive. It was pretty big on social media, and you know he had, Steph posted and said that. You know, he didn't want to he didn't want to say that he's the greatest shooter ever but now that he has the record he feels comfortable saying that and he got that so your thoughts gentlemen I don't know uh, you know I'm the stuff fan you know what I think of this you know I think this is a legendary record that he broke um, I think it's gonna get broken again though do you guys think it's you guys think it'll get broken again 100 percent. I yeah. had this debate with people at work who were like oh no it's never gonna get broken I'm like it is a hundred percent gonna get broken <laughs> Yeah. Like, but what about what about his last you know by the time he retires i'm like aren't there like i think they posted there's like five players on track right now yeah. to have more threes than him at uh, the end of their careers i know yeah. trey young Pretty buddy healed people I forget forget about buddy healed donovan mitchell, donovan mitchell. 
LaMelo and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that they're better shooters than Steph, but Steph has changed the game probably forever. So pretty soon, you know, Steph's hitting threes from wherever he hits them, you know, like 30, you know, K Stephen A always says KD pulls up from 30. Then what's Steph doing like 35? Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's an anomaly right now, but probably in 20 years, there's going to be kids doing that regularly more than Steph. It's just how the game goes. Um, a comparison I, I made that is maybe not a great metaphor but it's like AI with the crossover. AI was kind of the first person to bring in the crossover, you know, make it a big move. And uh, I mean, he's uh, he's he's known for it, right? That's what he's known for. Yeah. Uh, okay, who? I said Tim Hardaway is. I okay. Okay, I guess, anyway. I guess AI with his right to left. Tim Hardaway's what was his between the legs was. Was okay, but but every, that's beside the point. The point is basically, if you start counting crossovers or whatever they were doing, whatever you want to call it, right to left yeah. between the legs, you counted it. Then how many times they did? I guarantee you, ninety percent of the NBA ball handlers now do it more. It's it's a similar kind of thing, and I know a crossover is not shooting, but it's like it's it's a part of the game that has just become such a part of the game. And I think the same thing is going to happen with the three. You know, this is yeah, a great record. He has, yeah. Yeah, and, and the other thing is to remember is Steph missed a lot of years when he was young. If you get another player of his caliber that can shoot like that, but that doesn't have the ankle problems, they're going to blow it out of the water. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, you know. It also depends I, on how long, how long Steph plays. You know, if well, that, got, that too. Yeah, if he's got another five or six years in him, he can still – he could stack it really, but – uh, but the way it, the yeah. way the game may, the way the game is now, you know, if somebody comes in with the way uh, Steph didn't really come in and it wasn't like the, the game wasn't like that, like it like it is now. You know, yeah, he had, well, he had to change it and revolutionize <laughs> it, and then everyone, you know, yeah, that's what he did. He changed and everyone started started shooting threes. If the, somebody comes in now and you know, when the everyone's shooting threes now and like like Trey Young, I think Trey Young could get close to it later in his career, but I don't know. Um, it's to see for sure, we have to, we have to see. doesn't shoot as many threes though, but he's on pace to break it. He's he makes more, I think. Yeah, and he's in the era now where threes are just everything, right? So. And I, and I am I'm pretty sure that the the five players, Muhammad, that you listed off, I can't remember their rates, but I'm pretty sure they were blowing stuff out of the water, like it wasn't even close. Okay. Um, I could be wrong. We'll see though. No, Steph's really doing it. He's shooting a lot now. So yes, he is. He shoots a lot of threes now. Yeah. I think it was partially because he wanted to get the record. So Donovan Mitchell has 808 uh in 303 games. In 303 games, Steph had 792. So he's out okay. by That's not much. 16. Uh Trey Young. In 231 games, he has 597. Steph had 530. Okay, then I was wrong. Luca in 220 games, Steph at 499. Luca has 588 right now. Okay, that's more. Uh, in 75 games, Steph had 150. Lamelo has 162. And 99 games, uh, Anthony Edwards has 248. Steph has 200. Or Steph had 200. Okay, so they're they're not they're not as far ahead as I yeah. thought. But yeah. I, I want to say this just kind of off the topic is Steph was like I didn't want to call myself the greatest three point shooter till this. 
I didn't think he needed to say that because no. I would have been okay with him saying it before he had this record. Personally, I don't think this record does anything for him towards being the greatest shooter ever. I understand like he has the most threes ever, but really you could just make the argument those these kinds of records are longevity records. He could have said it ten, four years ago, and I would have been like, you know what, you're you're right. So I didn't have a problem with him saying that. Yeah, it's all those other ones where he's like, uh, I don't know, those games where he had nine or more threes or ten plus threes, and yeah. I think most threes made consecutive uh, uh, games in a row. So he has like yeah. five more records. So it's like he's already established himself. Exactly. That's so I don't think this record really mattered. For that I, I understand his point but in my mind I was like dude four years ago you could have said these exact words and I would have mm-hmm. been like you know what yeah he, he's right I, isn't there one record that he has that like he's more than the rest of NBA history combined it's yeah, like I think it was like games with 10 plus threes or something. yeah I think I think it was four he has four and like the rest of NBA history is three yeah it's ridiculous that's that's stupid that's literally just dumb I think, so, I think I saw a stat where it was uh, consistent games with, with with at least one three-pointer, and Steph was like 152, and the next player was like Lou Dort with like 50. So it's Is like, that active players? I think it was active players, yeah. Yeah, it was active players, though, but that's funny. You, you got anything um, to say? This is your boy. Well, your I mean, time to we, we've known for a long time. We've known for a long time that he's the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, no question. You know, the, the, the way he's changed the game and, you know, every, everyone's shooting threes now is a, is a testament to that. Um, how he gets played, how he gets guarded every game. Um, you know, when he crosses half court, you know, every, everyone's got eyes on him. You know, when he's around the three-point line area, you know, like three guys or four guys, at least two guys always got an eye on him, making sure he can't get a shot up, and then he gets it up anyway and makes it. Um, it's just a testament to how he's changed the game, you know, the, the scope of his impact. You know, everyone's shooting threes now and across, you know, streets in America, you know, in L.A. fitnesses and um, on your local gym court and your, your school gyms or whatever. Um Everyone's checking, checking up threes now, so um, I'm glad that he got the record. You know, I'm really glad that you know he submit. He likes. I feel like this submits him. You know, he, he was. You know, a lot, if he hadn't gotten it, then uh, you know, a lot of guys could have held him against that. But he got it eventually. Um, you know, respect to Reggie and Ray. Um, but Steph is definitely the greatest shooter of all time. Uh, no question about it. It's it's as obvious as ever, um, and you know this. I, I think this. I think this. I, I doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't move up in my rankings um, all time at all. I still have him uh, at eleven, uh, right next to right after Tim Duncan. But if he continues this this path, um, doing this with the Warriors, uh, the one thing to say about the Warriors run this year, um, Steph does not have a second superstar to rely on for scoring there Wiggins is not a second superstar Draymond Green is not a second superstar up to that caliber um when he gets clay back he might we went ahead the second superstar there but he's doing this all without somebody else um, well don't don't discredit Wiggins like that Wiggins has been really yeah really don't discredit good the Warriors system you should, you should say I'm and not, so is yeah Jordan Poole is looking I know, really good I, I mean, know but if it was anyone else 
you guys would be saying the same thing. So if it was Kevin Durant, you sure would be saying the same thing, but he's not doing it without a second superstar. He still has James Harden. Like Bro. you just like you just is said, James Harden a superstar this year to you? He should be. <laughs> James Harden not. is worse than the guy name, you're talking about on he's superstar by on name. Honestly, this year. I, I get your point. I get your point. You know, you know what I mean though. But um I, he's the front runner. He's the front runner, the front runner in the MVP race for me. Um what he's done this season has been nothing sort of magical. Just continuing the run, continuing the success. He's not number one right now. I think KD is now, but yeah. Um, Jokic is not number one either, but it's Steph, KD for Jokic for me. Um, that's my runnings. Those are my rankings for the MVP race. Jokic is mad underrated this year somehow. That's, he is underrated, yeah. Probably because of team record right now. Team record right now, yeah. Um, I got one thing to say. Um, I just want to point out, like I, I saw a picture on, I think Sports Center posted it. Um, it just showed when Ray broke it, he was hugging uh, Reggie. Then Steph, 10 years later, broke it, and he was hugging Ray. It made me think, mm-hmm. I'm like, when I was younger, I watched the Ray, I watched the live when he broke it. I was like, that's crazy. Like, you know, it was like a piece of history, NBA history that I witnessed. And I was thinking, like, back back then when I watched, uh, not watched, but I seen Oscar, Oscar Robertson's uh, triple-double season. I was like, damn. I'm like, <laughs> someone actually having a triple-double? That's crazy. I'm like, that's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Russ Westbrook did it. And then, obviously, the Rays' three-point record. And then uh, the 3-1 comeback for the Cavs. And what else? Um, I, mean, I don't know. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things. There's countless, yeah. And just my point is, like, when I was younger, I was like, I saw the, I seen all these records. I'm like, this is probably never going to happen. And then to see this happen twice – in my lifetime is just, like that's the part that makes it crazy about me because it's like, you know, I, I was thinking I was like I'm never gonna see something like this ever again. So it's just it's a good thing to be part of history. You know what that's I nice. will say is that the I okay so I've made it clear I think this record's gonna be broken, and what I think actually might happen is that there's gonna be a, a gap of time between when you know Seth's gonna hold this for a gap of time. But I think what might happen after is because of how much he's changed the game it might get broken and then it might get broken again year after year, maybe for a little, I don't know if it'll literally be year after year, but I could see that happening because, because of the volume of shots from the three. Now, so many players are going to reach that at a similar point potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also want to say this, one of the things that I think is a testament to Curry that we may think is cliche, but it really is a testament to him is when we go on hoop, bro. People mm-hmm. start yelling Curry's name. I mean, that's just yep. that's just what it is, bro. You have to be really great to do that. You know, people did that with Kobe. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, Kobe, Jordan. That's, it's just, it's I, just really I, Kobe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I was gonna say it's not Jordan that much. It's really just Kobe. Um, yeah. that I I would ever say, and I hear people saying, but I hear Curry now too. That's a big. I mean, that's. That's in the real world. Like, that doesn't matter in the NBA world, but that just shows you how much he's changed the game. Now kids, people are taking shots and being like, yo, I'm Curry, whatever, yeah. Um, which is a testament to him. And also the fact that, as you've mentioned many times, Zach, he's a small guy proving that you can play. And yeah. it gives hope to a lot of little kids out there that aren't athletic, yep, <laughs> that might not be athletic, you know, but they can still get there. 
Yes, Zach, uh, for those who don't know, is pointing at himself. And if you can just envision the scrunchy kid on the court that's really scrunchy. short. I'm not, I'm not sure about yeah. scrunchy, but definitely definitely short. I know that I know we're definitely short. Short. That you feel like, ah, oh, man, this dude can't do anything. Definitely short and unathletic. I know that much. That's all right. That's me. Yeah, One record I don't think I'll see be broken, but I said the same thing about the triple double on three point record is uh Wilt's single game record. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Hundred. That'd be something. That'd be something. Any any of his single game records? You mean like the fifty five rebounds? I'm uh, thinking about the hundred points. <laughs> the hundred points. I. If score over hundred points in the game, I think that'd be probably the greatest thing I'll ever see. Do you think? Do you That'll think be his rebounding record is more likely to be broken, or the the well, what's his, point? What's the record? It's like what forty something, fifty something. Fifty. I thought it was fifty, but I thought it, was it might be four. I thought, he, yeah, I thought, I thought it was, was fifty-five. 55 yeah. I thought he snagged fifty-five over Bill Russell. One that that's the one he broke it. That's yeah, broke. I think I think Someone, it's fifty-five. The yeah. way the reason he got that is because he was just more athletically built than anybody on the floor. So it had to take some some superhuman. Some like some tall, athletic, lanky, strong guy that we've never seen in the like maybe KD. No, basically like a Yao Ming. 50, it's like, 55. Yeah. Like a Yao Ming or a Manu a, a, um, Bolt type player. Just, you know, somehow, of. somehow I feel like the rebounding record is, is more difficult to break. I don't know why. Because the reason I say that is so long. Is, is because, bro, 55 rebounds in a, in a game by itself is, like, just as total, total, yep. like, yep. is is a high amount. Your 55 yeah. is a really high amount. Like, that's yeah. – you've that's had a really – as a team, then for an individual to get that, like, at least teams can easily score 100 points. Like, 120 is not out of the question. So, but they're both, like, I agree with you. I, I would say both of them are probably unbreakable. But you know, I don't know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Kobe had Kobe had eighty one, and Booker had, you know, 80, 80. 70. 70, My bad. Yeah. So. I mean, that Hornets. Uh, it was Hornets. I forgot who it was, but Hornets. Somebody. They went to like double overtime. They scored like one forty or one fifty or something. So I'm like, okay. I was thinking, I was like. If that happened, I could see somebody scoring a hundred of those fifty points. I mean, a yeah, hundred of those hundred points. Somebody catches fire. It had to be a close. If someone too. catches fire, or they just yeah. stream a big ball. They'd have, they have to stay. They'd have to stay in the game though, because they would pull them if they got if they if they had like, exactly. And they were up like thirty or down thirty, then they would pull them for sure. So it'd have to be close and be going to overtime. So it had to be. It had to be a coincidence then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless somebody goes on purpose for it. I mean, yeah, you you have to be going like twenty five at the end of the first quarter, right? Like you just happen to have it, and then then you're like, oh wait, sh- shoot, I could maybe, you know, at this pace, I could get it. Uh, talk to your coach. I mean, some coaches coaches are going to be understanding. If you're close to a record like that, like I think blowout or not, they might let you, they might let you uh, stay in. Like with the Booker, you know, against the Celtics, they're getting weren't they getting spanked that game, but they yeah, just kept them in. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree. I think preferably you want it to be a close game because then you're playing for like overtime and you got that extra five minutes, ten minutes, whatever you may end up doing. But if you're getting close to a record, I think coaches will will let it slide. They'll they'll keep you in no matter what and be like, go for it. And I think 
universally everybody on the court would know and in the uh the stands it's crazy but could happen yep um see we're at uh 55 minutes now i don't know if you guys want to talk about zion or coaches it's up to you guys but you guys see uh ad is gonna be out for basically a month damn billy off for, what is it for? Is it an ankle or something? Knee. Knee. You got injured okay. twice against the. Uh, Where they playing? They're playing yeah, yesterday. Ad has not had a good season. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> he got called out by Shaq. I don't know if you do. You guys see that he got called out by yeah. Shaq. That, yeah, he uh, did. Shaq said, "You know, I saw LeBron numbers last week. I didn't see any. I didn't see any AD numbers. I haven't seen AD numbers or stats highlighted all year." Yeah, he got to He really has to step up. Um, but if you can maybe this will be good for him. He could be out for a month. Oh man, that might being be... out a month is gonna be good for him. No way. <laughs> I don't know. Not. Regroup. Definitely not gonna be good. Figure some things out. Looks like he's need, he needs another bubble break. <laughs> he does. I mean, I I mean, we talked about this when the Lakers got him. I was adamant. I said it all the time. Like, dude, what I said, their team just looks like half of it's going to be injured. AD's always hurt, bro. He's an unreliable player. He just is. And I'm talking about health-wise. I'm not talking about on the court. I mean, even though you can make that argument this year. Same thing but with Zion. Sorry, same thing with Zion. I just exactly. Thought. Bro, dude, have you seen the comparisons to Zion and Greg Oden? Yep. Have you guys yeah. seen them? They're scary. It's scary. Like, yeah. same injuries, mm-hmm. same amount of games played in the two years. And then, obviously, Greg Owen just plummeted off a cliff because of that. And I, I remember we've been over this. We said it. All of us said it. His, We knew his weight was going to be – the knees were going to be a problem. And now there's rumors he up to, what, 330 or something? Yeah. Is that yeah. the rumors? Yep, up to 300 at least. That ain't gonna work. Nope. <laughs> you gotta, he's gotta, and then there's rumors like he's not, he's falling asleep during, you know, all that stuff, uh, during team meetings, practices. Uh, and, and it sounds like he's pissed off at New Orleans, which might be the case. We've heard rumors of that before, but you gotta start taking your house seriously, dude, because he is going to literally ruin his career. He, you try getting on the court at 300 pounds like that. With his vertical, bro, he's he's done. He will not he will not play another year in this league if that happens. I almost I'm willing to bet on that. And it sucks because he I mean he's the first dude in our at least that I can remember that like was revolutionized on social media mm-hmm. in high school. Like we yeah. all knew he was com- coming. Mm-hmm. He's that first guy. You know there will be I more now. Insane. Yeah, dude, 360 says, yeah. windmills, bro. He's like the first guy since LeBron to, you know, everyone knew who he was yeah. in high school and college. Yep. And I was, we were, I think we were a little too young to like really remember LeBron and experience yeah, that. I so I remember LeBron's hype. This Same. Was the first like real, big yeah, star hype. So it, it yeah. sucks. And um, I don't know about you guys, Muhammad, but at this point, I am very concerned about his career. I'm very concerned. Same. I am too. I mean, the the, the recent setback he just had was, you know, it's kind of like foreshadowing that this might be like a, a long term injury. Yeah, and that's because <laughs> wait, and because he doesn't, 
the, the thing I don't know is because is the weight because of him rehabbing. Like, obviously, he can't do as much stuff as, like, in terms of conditioning and losing weight when he's rehabbing from a surgery. But, like, the weight was kind of an issue before he had this injury. Yeah. He was gaining weight. As soon as he came from Duke, he was gaining weight every year. And then, obviously, he's had this knee injury. Before the foot uh, surgery, he had the knee injury that kind of was because of his weight, as most people speculated. But it's like, okay, if he comes back, is he going to lose the weight? Is he going to make that, like, commitment? So his commitment to this whole thing is a question for me, or is it just because he doesn't want to be there? I don't know. That that's what I wonder. But if it, if you don't want to be there, this isn't the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. This is not how you get out because I guarantee you, every other team in the NBA is going to have the exact same worries as yeah. us. You know, they're going to be like, you know what? We'll trade for him, but it's coming at a discount because Buddy's 40, 50 pounds overweight. Bro, mm-hmm. he. I don't even know if 280 is like feasible. No, like yeah. you, you got to lose some serious weight. And to me, that's how you get back into the game. All right. You're not even coming back until you're down in weight. Yeah. So if you're gaining weight during rehab, you're, you're literally prolonging your rehab. Yeah. This is, doing nothing, to, this is doing nothing to help his profile. Cause I think, teams, yeah. I think teams, some teams think about, you know, if he doesn't work out for us, he's going to dip. Again, like he just did with this team, you know. I think some teams think, you know, about that, and he, he might. But be- that's if he gets traded somewhere he doesn't want. He doesn't I know. Want to be. Well, if it doesn't work out, then he'll leave, right? Even if the, even if it's somewhere he wants to be, if if it doesn't work out, he'll probably just want to leave again. I don't know. I, I don't know his contract situation. He's on a rookie deal, obviously, so I don't yeah. know what the situation was with that. But if he wants to be way. out of New Orleans, then okay, then go ahead. But I mean, at this point. He should genuinely be worried about his health. Maybe yeah, not that's even. That's what I'm saying. Like he shouldn't be thinking about leaving New Orleans. He should be thinking about his career. Yeah, he yeah. Like he leaves New Orleans. I don't know if someone's gonna give him. The I mean, I'm I'm talking about your career health, but I'm talking about your human being health. 330 pounds. I don't know what it is like the healthy weight is for somebody his size, but I'm wondering if that's bordering on obesity. And I know that it's different because he's an athlete and it's probably more muscle. So I don't know what his BMI is, but if you gain like 40 pounds like that out of nowhere, I have to imagine you were eating a lot of McDonald's or something like that. Mm. I'm just saying like, I'm speculating, obviously I hope I'm wrong, but if that is the case, I would be worried about my health just in general. And as a human being, (sighs) maybe, I don't know. As an athlete, I think the weight's a problem, but if I understand, I understand. Oh, right. I agree. I feel like maybe he just needs to change his diet. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Well, and he's obviously not going to get to the point where he really needs to worry about his health. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, at this point, you're really letting it get out of hand, man. And you can, it's really easy to plummet down that cliff. So just, just, I'd be, I'd be more relieved that he came out and said, I haven't been eating healthy. I haven't been watching my weight. That's something I need to work on. If he came out and said that, then I'd, I'd be like, okay. I wouldn't say like, oh, it was his fault the whole time. I'd just be like, okay, as long as he knows the issue, he's going to try to work on it. Then as a Pelicans fan, as a just a Zion fan, I'd be relieved a little bit. But he hasn't said anything. His agent hasn't said anything. All these reports are coming from Pelicans reporters or Wolves or whatever. So it's all just speculation at this time. But at, right now, it just looks as eye test is just looking like you know he's gaining weight and he's not doing anything about it facts it's a good way to end on it um but thank you guys 
I think this is the last topic. We're at like an hour here. So talking for a hot minute, you know, the COVID protocol is going to be crazy during Christmas. Um, you know, everything with the Nets going on and Kyrie and Steph breaking the record. So a lot of storylines, Zion, you know, um, so a lot of storylines, a lot of things to follow in the NBA. We appreciate everybody. Um, thanks for tuning Christmas in. Back, week. back this week. Happy holidays, Christmas week. Yep. Christmas um, is going to start this year. Probably. The games. Yeah. The games. No snow, no good games. Bro, you see it's supposed to be like 55 degrees on Christmas here. Oh, what? <laughs> Bro, all the all you f- climate change is fake people out there need to, to open up your eyes. This is ridiculous. Listen this is a tornado this outbreak. Maybe it's time to be somewhere more comfortable with the weather. Oh God, Miami was a little bit nice with the weather, you know. Just yeah, but it's like my it's like the south like becoming more hot and hot. Yeah, well, and uh, you know, the sea level is rising. Sea levels rising. So I was like, is that a safe place to move to? No. Hell, no, God, no. Tampa Bay, Miami, you know, no. Tampa's gone in ten years, bro. Ten years, <laughs> probably. Ten years, and Tampa Bay will not be a city anymore. It's gonna be Atlanta. Um, it's gonna be Atlantis, bro. Move to with to deal with Mount Everest. Mount Everest, bro. You, it'll get. It's gonna be so cold out there, but the pro, the world, the world will be warming. So you know, it'll progressively work its way into a nice temperature, and you'll be so high off the ground. I mean, you'll it'll have to of, develop the ability of, to get out of the curve. Get out of yeah, the curve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, here 30 years know, early. Um, yeah, he he really will be. This man oh will be man. ahead of the yeah, whatever. Maybe that maybe that's moving up twenty years or so. I don't know. Suddenly you hit a sea. Everybody starting to move to build the towns and cities on mountains and stuff like that. South Dakota, everybody starts moving to South Dakota. The Appalachian the ig- Mountains, the igloo wave. Was, the the igloo, igloo wave. Eve says it igloo. It's an igloo. That's stop. how Eve says it. Stop. Stop. An igloo. Stop. Bro, uh, bro. <laughs> you know though uh twitter instagram youtube social media linktree those, those will be in the bio twitter instagram you know the you know the vibe tiktok uh all right love you guys peace peace what <laughs>